message today is in Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10, verse 46, reading from the NRSV. Verse 46 says, they came to Jericho. As he and his disciples in a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, call him here. And they called him, the blind man, saying to him, take heart, get up, he's calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said, my teacher, allow me to see again. Jesus said to him, go, your faith has made you well. And immediately his sight was regained and he followed him on the way. Father, how good you are. How we know that it makes sense for you to be glorified. So, this is simple. Help me to decrease because we desperately need you to increase. What a world we live in. (laughs) It's a lot I can say in a prayer. We need you. From Russia to America, we tripping. We do things our way. It never turns out well. So the preacher asks you to help me to choose humility. I decrease, you increase. Holy Spirit, do what I cannot do. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.
What a spectrum from being blind to seeing. It's a wide range. It's Bartimaeus' story. What Eric read is not a fairy tale. It was a blind man named Bartimaeus. I think Mark tells us his name is Timaeus. Because Mark kind of wants us to know these, his audience knew them. They were real. Bartimaeus understood living life between hell and hallelujah. Because if you, 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 you're blind, that's some, I don't know any other way to say it, that's some hell. But if you get your sight, after being blind, oh, you didn't get it. It was given to you. (laughs) You have gone from being pretty much helpless to being healed. When we meet blind Bartimaeus, he must be somewhere by Jericho's city gate. Must be. Because Jesus, verse 46, his disciples uh, and the crowd, they was deucing up Jericho. (laughs) We out. Uh, They're leaving. Uh, I wonder, because I don't know, that blind Bartimaeus almost missing. I wonder, did blind Bartimaeus know about him before? Because Jesus, he's already healed some blind folks before. I wonder, was blind Bartimaeus kind of stalking him? Oh no. All I know is Jesus is leaving Jericho. There's a crowd with him. He crewed up. Seems good, Russ. <laughs> but crews can be dangerous. My mama had a rule. She didn't really want us hanging with a bunch of folks. Uh, when I grew up, everybody went to Hartwell Lake on Sunday or the skating ring. Guess where I never went? Hartwell Lake or the skating ring. Because some fool going to fight. Okay, now, excuse me. Somebody to jump off. When I look at Jesus with the crowd, 
Here's what I already feel, tension. Partly because I've read the text a lot. Tension. I, I ordered from Amazon, can I pa- park here? Uh, a blind man's cane. Bezos owe me some money, it didn't come. So just pretend. Bartimaeus, he's blind. But he got to deal with this crowd. (laughs) That's some of us, ain't it? Uh, Some of you, you ain't going to be free till you grow up enough, stop acting like you're on the playground, needing the crowd. You want to be voted most popular, best all around, school spirit, bump that. Bartimaeus, I'm blind, I'm begging, the crowd going to trip on me, so I got to make a decision, blind or not, I got to find my way to see my way, uh, that I can leave the crowd and get to the Christ. He can't see though. Here's what he can do, use them Reggie Miller ears. He can hear. A lot of folks in the room, you're so preoccupied with what you ain't got. That you ain't using what you do have. You got a GED, but you still got wisdom. Bartimaeus heard (laughs) that it was Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, he heard it, Miko, that it was Jesus of Nazareth. And, 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 and it made him cry out, Jesus, son of David, what? Have mercy. He was on the roadside. He wasn't in a nice, uh, elegant edifice. He wasn't in some Baptist, Pentecostal, Methodist church. He wasn't in his four-bedroom, three-bathroom uh, 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 house, chilling in his basement, his man cave, watching the flat screen. He wasn't in a church building at all. He was on the roadside, acting like a Christian. <laughs> Here's the good news. Anybody feel like they're on the roadside sometimes? If you're going to be honest, you feel like you've been left behind. You, you, you feel, anybody ever feel marginalized? I couldn't imagine, never mind. I couldn't imagine being some people. I see some people sometimes mistreated. Here's the good news. He's on the roadside. Uh, the good news is, wherever you at is a convenient place for Jesus. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't ever too far. You ain't ever too low. You're, you're, you're never too distant. I wish I had time to give y'all some testimonies in here. I, I wish I had time. There's some people you know where you at. And love lifted you. 
He, he heard, oh, this ain't Biden right here. This is Jesus. Mm, this, ain't, this ain't Putin right here. This Jesus right here. This Jesus right here. Uh, this is the time to lose my decorum. Uh, 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 this is the time to yell and scream uh, and act like I'm Pentecostal and, 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 and act like I got fire shut up in my bone and act like I ain't got no sense at all. Jesus. Son of David, have mercy. Not my mama, not my father. Somebody ought to say, it's me. Uh, put the picture. Put the picture up. Somebody got on to me the last service for wearing a cap. I ain't even. I ain't even know what was on. That's me and my wife. Better times before my hair said bye. We were in Jamaica. Uh, that couple right there. Not many people have made an impact on my life like they have. When I was 18 years old, moved to Chicago. My sister-in-law's parents, they're Jamaican. I was at a Jamaican church, only American now with my brother. And I felt at home because they would praise God. They would fast every Wednesday. And I would, as an 18-year-old, I would go up in there. I liked it. I didn't want to admit I liked it. But man, you could feel the Holy Ghost. So a few years ago, we thought that Mrs. Francis was going to die. I said, we need to fly over and see them. That's how big of a deal they are to me. We, we stay at a resort, though, for about three or four days. And uh, we go to the edge of the beach. I like reading. I take my book. I'm at the edge of the beach with my wife. Everybody else is at another section of the beach. We, we figure we Christians, we're going to go away from everybody else. We go away as far away as we could with my book. I got locks. My hair is locked. They're a group of men. They can't get on the resort, but they bring their rowboats. Okay. And they're selling stuff. They're merchants. They don't pull up to the resort, but they're at the edge of the resort. Out of all the people on the beach, they wanted me. <laughs> and they're whistling at me. They're yelling at me. I try to ignore them. At a certain point, I get up. And I walk over to them. They're selling stuff. They're not so interested in selling me their goods. I don't know why. They, uh, they want to sell me <laughs> some weed. <laughs> and uh, uh, they want to sell me some weed. And, and uh, I said, now, uh, as stressful as church is, I'm on vacation. No. I say, how much? Uh, <laughs> so is a dime bag a dime? No, not really. They wanted to sell me weed, and inside I was laughing. And I listened to them, and I said, hey, what do y'all think I do for a living? They threw out about 10 things. None of them were clothes. I said, uh, I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor. Right away, they went from trying to sell me a necklace, and we, they gave me this necklace. First time I've ever worn it today. 
And, and for the rest of the week, every time they saw me, they'd say this, much respect. Much respect. Much respect. Stay with me. Uh, 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 the thing that stands out is once they knew who I was, they changed <laughs> the way they treated me. I, I wish I had 10 people that already know where I'm going. Blind Bartimaeus, he had heard crowds before. He had heard noise before. People had passed by him before. But once he realized, hold on, hold on, Jesus is in the air. Uh, 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 I, I, I got to treat him like I know who he is. I, I, I got to give him much respect. When he realized it was Jesus, I'm done begging people. I'm done asking people. I'm going to open up my mouth. Guess what he did? He called on Jesus. He didn't call on Peter. He didn't call on James. He didn't call on John. He called on son of David. He called on the Messiah. He called on the Savior of mankind. Here's what he believed. If I'm going to get my change, it ain't going to come from the crowd. It's going to come from the Christ. But the crowd, I like verse 48. Verse 48 make me a little mad, man, because it says many sternly ordered him. How I'm going to be a grown man, you're going to order me. I, I, I'm grown. Somebody kicked me out of their office one time. They kicked me out. I said, I ain't going nowhere. I'm not. You can't kick me out. You didn't kick me in here. I, I'm, we finishing this meeting. Not because I'm big and bad, but I is grown. Many ordered him sternly hush. Man, I wish I had some church folk in here. Let, let me say it this way. Don't let people stop you from getting to Jesus. What are we doing? Why are we caring about people? They sternly ordered him in verse 48, be quiet. And, and, and it says, and he obliged, no? And it said, so he did what they ordered. Now, blind Bartimaeus was kin to me. He was a, in Greek, Bartimaeus mean Keith's cousin. Uh, blind Bartimaeus said, no, I'm going to turn it up. Turn down for what? <laughs> oh, turned out the way. Blind Bartimaeus mayor screamed louder. He cried even more. Son of David, have mercy on me. I wonder what would happen if we pondered who he is so much that we forgot about the crowd. Can I, can I ask you to do that right now? Donna, I feel you right now. I'm sorry. Uh, I wonder just, I'll, can, can, you, can you take 10 seconds just to ponder who he is? I know I just met you, but, but just ponder who he is. 10 seconds. Just I, hey, I ain't even say what he's done. <laughs> just who he is. Lily of the valley, bright and morning star, will in the middle of the will, God, Lord of Lord, King. Just, just think about it. 
anger. If we think about who he is, I'm glad, I'm glad that we just hired Stephen Marcus. No disrespect to him, but if we would just think about who God is, we would need somebody to lead us. We would open up our mouth and we would bless him with the fruit of our lips. When I think of his goodness and all, oh, oh, <laughs> my soul cries out. <laughs> This is Stephen's family right here. Y'all got to pray for Stephen. I'm crazy. Started when I got saved. Go on, sit down, Marsha. You're going to make me bust my vocal cord. Let me make this story short. Monday, we took my daughter to the airport. Uh, she had a job interview. Uh, we'll talk about that later. We're driving back home, my beautiful wife and I. We decide we're going to have dinner. We pull over. Uh, whose phone is that? <laughs> we pull over to have dinner. We are walking into the restaurant. My phone is going off. I look, and T.D. Jakes was stuck on a point. He texted me. Joel Osteen stuck texting me. Honestly, it was Canvas. Anybody know what Canvas is? Any students in the room? Canvas is kind of how you get your grades. So I'm getting grades coming across my phone. I open my phone, walking in the restaurant with my wife. Oh, I got a 96. What? What? Oh, that's a, that's a A. <laughs> uh, and then I put my phone back in my pocket. We kept walking. I had a little swag then because I got an A. Uh, and then my phone went off again. And this time I ain't say nothing. <laughs> um, being serious now, pride is a funny thing. In a not so funny kind of way. I just put my phone back in my pocket. We go in the restaurant. We sit. The food hadn't come, 15 minutes have gone by. I simply said to my wife, because my pride wouldn't let me tell her what text I got. I said, hey, just got a text message from school. Uh, I'm struggling right now. It took me the next day to tell her, here's what happened. I got another gray. It was a zero. You know how hard you got to not work. <laughs> <laughs> I got a zero. By the way, this isn't a small assignment. This is a huge assignment. I got a zero. Hours went by, I texted my professor. I said, gut punch. He texted me back saying, you need to get out of this pro. No, nah, he didn't say that. <laughs> he said, it's clear you didn't understand the instructions. <laughs> See y'all. He said, he said, I'm going to let you do it again. Here's the problem. It's going to take me at least a week to do it. It's that huge of an assignment. Uh, he said, you misunderstood the instructions. Here's the thing that sobered me. I looked at it, the instructions, two weeks earlier, and I thought I knew. 
Many people look at the instructions, but they don't read Jesus correctly. They, they, they don't read the scriptures correctly because we're reading it through what we think we already know. It's scary to me to think I was so blind. Here's the part I'm leaving out. I was so blind when I would, I confidently assumed. Two weeks earlier, my classmates sent a group email uh, asking about the assignment, telling how it's to be done. I put, I responded in the email. I said, no, y'all doing it wrong. I walked downstairs and told my wife, they making this thing harder than it has to be. I, I'm supposed to read 25 dissertation abstracts. That's a lot and write 25 responses to them. That's a long assignment. I turned in an assignment that big, but I confidently said to them they were wrong. Wow. And I'm glad it happened. Let me tell you why. It's sobering. And it caused me to wonder as I was reading the text, it's scary to think that I could think I know him and miss him. It's scary to think that I could think I know him and, 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 and I'm reading him incorrectly. It's scary to think uh, that, that I could actually uh, think I know him, Miko, but I'm actually creating him in my image rather than the opposite where he's creating me in his image. Uh, you know what I mean. Uh, he's American like me. Uh, uh, maybe he's got the same color skin as me. Uh, uh, he's of the same political party that I'm in. Ooh, he hates the same people. Here's what concerned me. I'm talking about me. What if I've concocted my own Jesus? The reason I, I struggle with it, if you, I don't have time, if you go read this entire section, that's what's happening. Uh, the rich young ruler, he had Jesus wrong. Uh, uh, James and John, it, it's right before this. They ha they're walking with Jesus. They got Jesus wrong. They got greatness wrong. They don't get it. Matter of fact, the disciples, y'all know where Jesus is heading now? He's heading to Jerusalem. The disciples don't get him. They think he going there, he going to crush the Romans. They don't get Jesus. Uh, they should have had a clue when he came rolling in on a donkey. The crowd, then, they don't get Jesus. You know how I know? I guarantee you there's some people in that crowd that need a healing too. I guarantee you, somebody in that crowd who, who little Junior off the, off the chain, uh, and, and the crowd thinks Jesus is good to hang with. He ain't good to holler at. It don't take all that. They, 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 they miss Jesus. If we just understood he's the Messiah, guess what we would do? We would shout. 
If we just understood he's king of kings, he's lord of lords, we would yell, we would scream, we would lift up our hands, we would sing, we would need a worship team, we would need to wait to Sunday. If we just understood he can do anything but fail, we would dance, we would shout, we would shake our bodies down to the ground better than Michael Jackson uh, because we would understand who he is. The irony of the text, the blind man, the only one that can see. He doesn't have sight, but he has insight. Verse 48, many sternly ordered him. Again, the arrogance of the crowd that you can tell me what to do. Oh, this was 2,000 years ago. It wouldn't work for this generation. Can't tell our own kids what to do. Uh, They sternly ordered him to be quiet. Tell your neighbor something real quick before I move on. Tell him this. Say, I'm here for Jesus, not to please you. Tell them, tell them this. Uh, y'all too cute, though. You got to tell them this. Say, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Say it like that. Say, 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 say. Look at him. Ah, uh, y'all got it. Uh, say, uh, look at him. Uh, uh, ain't steadin' about you. So ain't no need of you steadin' about me. Uh, I came here to lift my hands. I, I, I came here to open up my mouth. If I need to dance, I'll dance. I came here to shout. I came here because he woke me up this morning. Before I ever knew any of y'all, he was good to me. <laughs> it's almost not a week that goes by. I'm venting a little bit. Not a week goes by that somebody don't confront me on a Sunday. Last week, somebody got on to me about my hair. Uh, This week, somebody got on to me about my cap. But here's what I'm saying inside. I care. My hair don't save me. (laughs) My cap don't have a heaven to put me in. Now, let me tell you who saved me. His name was Jesus. Uh, he died on a cross. He, they put nails in his hands, a, 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 a spike through his feet. So I, I, I've learned, not in an arrogant way, I just don't Because when I used to care, all it did was bind me. All I, I was bound, worrying about, I, don't, I ain't even smart enough to worry about. It's too many people in here for me. My head would bust if I tried to worry about all y'all. So what I do is I focus, let me see, one. <laughs> I'm trying to move on. <laughs> uh, Is this the leaven? Y'all acting, okay. Acting like you're saved today. Y'all trying to show off for Stephen's family. Oh, I see. We're going to bust y'all down every week. Hey, hey, it's absurd how many of us acquiesce to the crowd. 
like we're on the playground. Uh, we comply with people who don't have a heaven nor hell to put you in. Let me ask you a question real quick. Uh, from whom do you take orders? Let me ask it the Elberton way. Who's punking you? Here's what I want you to do. You can write this down. Ask them to let you see their hands. Ask them, ask them, say, can you untie your shoes for a minute? I want to I look at your feet. I ask them, hey, can you let me see your side? If you don't see nail-scarred hands, if you don't see nail-scarred feet, if you don't see a pierced side, don't take orders when it comes to him. We've got to employ a mindset where we ain't even hearing the crowd because we too busy hollering at the Christ, telling him, you're good to me. You're merciful. Great is your mercy. You're holy. You're worthy. You're magnificent. We got to holler at him. I can't make it without you. You put shoes on my feet, holler at him. You put clothes on my back. You gave me my kids. You gave me my house. We should be too busy telling him how awesome he is that we don't even hear anybody else. Next part of the verse, he, he's got to be blind to the crowd. Next thing I see, though, he's got to be blind to his comfortability. I wish I had more time, but he got to have a youth meeting. <laughs> uh, I believe the church called the factory where we live, comfortability is our issue. Yep. I, I'm not judging anybody. I, I say we. We're Americans. I love being American, but we're comfortable. I, we got a bunch of flat screens. We watch Netflix all day, binge watching crap because we don't want to face our issues. And we just want to be comfortable. And we just want to we just want to relax because we tired because we work them 20 hours in two weeks. We were late every day, and we left early. Comfortability, comfort. I love going to Africa, because every time I go, I see people that ain't living comfortable, and they praising louder. I'm not lying. They praising louder than we are. I, I, can, can I get you to do me a favor? Start being blind to the things that make you comfortable. You ain't going to get what you're supposed to get, some of you, till you leave your comfort zone. It, let, let, let's look at the text. Verse 49. Jesus stood still and said, Call him here. And they, I'd highlight they, they called the blind man, saying to him, take heart, get up, he is calling you. Mm, who in the world is they? I wonder if it's some of them same people that just told him to hearse. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I guess what I want you to see, you can't rely on the crowd because one minute they up, uh, one minute they down, and you seasick because you're relying on them. Blind Bartimaeus relinquished comfortability and he cried out in such a way that it stopped Jesus. <laughs> it stopped Jesus. Don't y'all know Jesus had places to go? Don't you know he had things to do? I got some really good news. Today, 2,000 years later, he's willing to stop for you. Amen. He busy. He busy helping me. He busy healing Marcus. He's busy healing the other, the, the other man that's getting the surgery. He's busy building a youth group. He's busy, busy working in Chelsea and Stephen's life, but he's still got time for you. The good news is Jesus ain't, he ain't playing hide and seek. Uh, blind Bartimaeus had, imagine Jesus go hiding from him. Blind Bartimaeus wouldn't know what to do. Jesus ain't hiding from you. He know you jacked up, but he wants you. Jesus said, call him here. Because I'm playing the picture. <laughs> Verse 50. So throwing off his Gucci, throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Now why Mark included this detail about the cloak? I don't know. People smarter than me, some of them say, well, you know, the cloak is what he put the money in. When he begged, he put his money in. Some say it reminds me of Chicago. You're from Chicago. In Chicago, when you're catching the train, there are people down there begging. They'll have a blanket on the ground, and you just drop your money on it. Some people say that's what he's doing. I don't know. Mark, Mark includes the detail. Uh, here's what I like. I just know he felt like, I don't, no long, I, don't, I, don't, I don't no longer need this. That's what Jesus will do. I, what are you holding on to that you no longer need that's keeping you from Jesus? Don't you love the optics? He begging on the side of the road. Jesus said, tell him to come here. He sprang up and, 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 and he throws off his, his tunic. And he, he, he came to Jesus. I love that he came there empty handed. He didn't come there with his cloak wrapped up around him. He didn't come with it on him. That some of us, we come to Jesus wrapped up, tied up and tangled uh, with some of the stuff from our past. Look at the optics. He has nothing in his hands. You come into Jesus, but you you got stuff in your hands thinking you're going to impress him. You can't impress Jesus. He's God. Some of us come to Jesus. This dude, he didn't fold it up and save it for a rainy day. He didn't fold it up and he threw it away. He cast it away from him. In other words, I know what I need. I don't need this cloak anymore. Jesus Verse 51 said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said, well, I've been looking at some Jordan 1s. Uh, I've been looking at a house in the cul-de-sac. It's been my dream. The blind man said, uh, 
If I can just make it to the top of the corporate ladder, I'll be fulfilled. No. He said, my teacher, let me see again. I wish I had time to stay there. Nobody has a sense of humor like I. Sometimes I'm even over the line. I know it. <laughs> but let me get this. I want y'all to be clear about something. I never want to joke in a way where I disrespect God. Now, some of you, I get home, I joke about y'all. <laughs> I saw them pants. I don't want to joke about God. Damon Wayans, somebody asked him one time, any jokes off limit? He said, I don't joke about God. It's wise not to joke about somebody who can take the joke, ball it up, make it some fire, and hit you like Having said that, I don't want to disrespect God, but I'm honest with him when I'm reading his word, because I'm looking at him. He said, what do you want me to do for you? I always ask him this. I'm like, come on, Jesus. You really got to ask this? What What do you want me to do for you? Jesus, don't you know? Bartimaeus can't see, but but can't you see? Can't you see what his need is? It reminds me of last week's sermon. Remember the father brought his son to Jesus? Uh, and Jesus said, uh, you know, the, the son was foaming at the mouth, having convulsions. He was tormented by a demon. Jesus said, how, how long has this been happening to him? See, Jesus asked questions because he doesn't want us to be robots. He doesn't want robots. He wants relationships. Relationships require communication. I'm talking to men in the room. We got to talk. Two weeks in a row, two men, Jesus put them in a place they got to talk about it. The father last week, he's got to talk about what? His problems. My son has a demon? He's foaming at the mouth. It throws him in the fire. It throws him in the the water. Oh, by the way, I believe sometimes, sometimes I don't. In you, if you're able. Jesus, y'all, makes Bartimaeus talk about it. When we meet Bartimaeus, what is he doing? Shouting. Shouting. Jesus wants him to go from shouting to supplicating. Church folk, we good at being emotional. We, we, we good at shouting on a Sunday, but we ain't good at telling him we got an addiction. We ain't good at telling him I sleep beside a spouse I ain't loved in two years. He, 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 he don't mind the shouts, but he wants you to be honest. He, he wants to hear, I hate my job. He, 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 want, he wants to hear, I hate my parents. I, 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 I hate myself. He, he doesn't just want the shouts. By the way, he's worthy of the shouts, but you can trust him with your crap. And I don't care who you is, you got some crap. 
And what I love about him, hallelujah, he'll take my shout, but the same God will take my crap. Man, I wish I was talking to a room full of people that had some, some, some crap. Let me ask you a question. Jesus says, uh, what do you want me to do for you? If Jesus asked you the same question, what would your answer be? Let me give you some advice. If Jesus asked you a question, answer it even if it reveals your inadequacies. Can I beg 10 of y'all? Tell him. Tell him. Can I get 10 of y'all? Just tell him. He cares. Think about that. He, oh, he ain't going to tweet about it. He, he's not going to judge you. Man, I, if you're visiting here, I'm the preacher here. And I tell him I mess every day. Some, can I be honest? Sometimes I spend more time on my supplication than I do my shout because my supplication is long. Can I get 10 of y'all? Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. He stopped. He wants you to tell him. He could have passed you by. He didn't. Don't be churchy. Don't be religious. Don't be spiritual. Tell him you struggle with weed. Tell him had you been with me in Jamaica, you would have bought. Real talk. It's, our kids smoke a lot of weed. In this room, seriously. And it's the norm now. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. I'm addicted to porn. Tell him. He knows. Tell him. Here's what he wants to do. Set you free. Hold on, hold on. It's hard for him to set you free, not because he don't have the power. It's hard for him to free you when you're fake. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him you're depressed. Tell him. Tell him you need a breakthrough, not the TV breakthrough, a real breakthrough. Tell him you need to feel his power. Anybody want to feel? I want to feel him sometimes. Tell him you're about to lose your mind. Tell him you're stressed. He's a friend. <laughs> Tell him, help me trust again. Verse 52. Jesus said, Get on out of here. Go. Hold on. If he can go. (laughs) 
Because in verse 46, he couldn't tell him, go. Y'all are so slow. Because he couldn't see. Now he said, go. Y'all going to make me work? I got this hot suit on like it's fall. Uh, that means, that means Jesus didn't spit on the ground. That means Jesus didn't bring out the anointing oil. That means Jesus didn't pay, make him pay $19.99 for a healing cloth. Uh, 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 somewhere in the text, Jesus hooked him up. <laughs> now he can go. Now he can go. He can walk away from the crowd. He can, ooh, he can follow Jesus. Je Jesus, Jesus said, go, your faith has made you well. I like this word, immediately. He regained his sight and followed him on the way. Started out he couldn't see. Now he can. Uh, the question is, what's the lesson for us today? Here it is. I got one point. You got to have this mindset. When I can't see my way, I'll shout my way. When I can't see my way, when I'm raising teenage kids, I'll shout my way. When I can't see my way out of the addiction, I'll shout my way. In other words, this dude used what he had. He, he, he did not have eyesight, but guess what he had? He had ears. He could hear when Jesus was coming by. He didn't have eyesight, uh, uh, but guess what he had? He had some lips. He had tongue. Uh, he had a mouth where he could scream out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He didn't have eyesight, but he had toes, he had feet, he had ankles, hamstrings, calves, a gluteus maximus that allowed him to get his butt up. I can't see my way, but I'll shout my way. I can't pay my way, but I'll shout my way. I can't work my way. I can't perform my way, but I'll shout my way. Somewhere I believe that God inhabits prayer. I'm done. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. But, but are you going to be too cool to shout? That's the question, isn't it? Uh, I'm not talking about for Acuna uh, to hit a home run. By the way, he's balling. But, but, but I'd, rather, I'd rather get a shout that's going to give me a breakthrough. Uh, let me ask you again. Are you going to be too sedity to shout? Because I know in this room, there's some people you can't see your way, but you can shout it if you choose to. Will you choose? Homework assignment. What has you sitting in debilitation instead of shouting in desperation? Jesus says your faith has made you well. It's a faith that had him call on the name of Jesus in the first place. A faith that made him ignore the crowd, abandon his comfort, call on Jesus. It's a faith that made him a follower. When we meet Bartimaeus, he's on the side of the road. When we leave him, he's walking on the same road with Jesus. Anybody in the room, you want to spend the rest of your life walking with Jesus? Would you stand? Anybody tired of being on the side? Today is the day you say, you know what? Not religion. I'm going to follow him. 
I'm going to give my life to him. And I, with, with, with all I have, I'm going after him. Is there anybody today you want to make the decision? I want to give him all of me. All of me. I, I, I'm confessing right now, your Lord. I, I'm, I'm confessing I believe you died on the cross. I believe they put you on a tomb. I believe on the third day you rose again. All for my sin. Anybody in the room today, you want to make a decision? You don't have to shout it, but you want to say, I want to give you my life. I, I, I want to put uh, what I know in the operation. Would you come and let me pray with you? You want to give Jesus your life. Let me, I don't know any other way to say it. You want to be saved. You want to be a disciple, a follower of Christ a student of Christ. Is there one in the room you want to give him your life? Would you come? I'll gladly pray with you. Would you come? Would you come? Father, we thank you I thank you that when we read these biblical narratives, they're real. And I thank you that the healing power and virtue that you possess in this passage 2,000 years ago, it hasn't diminished at all. You don't change. So I thank you that whatever we go through, you can handle it. Would you help us to be a church that has no problem shouting? Would you help us to choose shouting over sitting? Would you help us to navigate life between hell and hallelujah in a way that glorifies you? In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Would you give God a, a hand clap? We're about to let you go, but we start a new sermon series next week. Can you take a look at it, and then you're free to leave.